Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes enjoyed a break from fair games to check out the vendors, contemplated duck snatching, and had their fortunes read. Now they're at the main tent, ready to go toe-to-toe against a definitely real demon hunter and not just a carny with body paint. Let's queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Top of the round, uh, Butch, all, uh, across the, uh, the the carnival arena from you, surrounding you on all sides. <sighs> Crowds cheering because they don't know the difference between Illidan and some guy off the street. Uh, they are, you are, you're ready to go. Uh, this guy is standing there. He's got, um, he's holding two, he's holding warglaves. Like he's got on like full Illidan looking warglaves. Um, you're an adventurer enough to know that they're, definitely fake but they look like weapons um so you can go ahead and you can take your turn okay first of all i see in the here it says butch goes first and the next one is layer yes that's right okay now that i've seen quote illidan i kind of understand the game a little bit better butch does anyway and i am fully going to use my turn Two, in my hands are two things. My whip, which I've never taken out. <laughs> okay. You have a and, whip? Yeah, it's included in, in my starter gear or something. Okay. You brought a whip, a whip I guess. <laughs> well, first of all, this look this is this this arena is literally a three-ring circus. Okay? It's got three rings in it, and like all kinds of weird stuff that you would expect at the Dark Moon Fair. This is a circus, right? So I have my whip and I have my throwing, my my torch of easy throwing. And the first thing I do is I walk right up onto the arena platform, kind of in the middle, but not within melee distance of Illidan or anything. 10, 20... 30. Why don't I just come right over here? <laughs> now, assuming he's got 30 feet of movement, I am not within... He's not going to pounce on me unless he's got some, you know. Anyway, I should still be far enough away from him so he doesn't, like, one-shot me or something. Anyway, I walk up and as an action... Well, well no, first of all, I have these in my hand and then I pound on my chest, screaming really loud, because talking is a free action. And then, and then I, as an action, I flip the uh, torch way up in the air, and then I catch it in one, 
And then as a bonus action, I make a really loud slapping sound with the whip. That's for the audience. Okay, so from the way that you describe what you're doing here, you're not actually even making an attack against Illidan on your turn. No. Okay. Um, I just did a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, you sure did. audience only. That's great. So at the end of your turn, I need you to make a a performance check. But because you spent your whole turn focused on this, make it with advantage. I'm not going to do that because I got a natural 20. Incredible. So uh, the DC to move the crowd mood toward you guys by three blocks is 20. So you hit a natural 20. That's a 23. The, the, the mood is so far in the party's favor right now. It's bananas. Okay. The crowd loves you right now. Okay. Um, fantastic. And that's, that's my turn. I have a quick question for you before we proceed. Who is Kate Wendangle? Gosh, darn it. <laughs> I'll still let you keep the natural 20, but just make sure you're rolling your checks on your screen, man. I am on my wrong character. You still and have a whip, right? Why I couldn't see it on my character sheet. Oh my God. Incredible. <laughs> I was wondering why there was no tickets on my character sheet. I've been like looking at the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I was, I was signed into the wrong character on uh, D&D Beyond. And I was like, this is weird. Why um, <laughs> why don't I see the tickets on here and things like that? I was so, wondering why you had a plus five to your dexterity checks, because you had a natural 20 when you were torch struggling, and that one of them was a 25. <laughs> and I'm going, wow, you really leveled up your decks. That's great. <laughs> Not paying any attention. Okay, we're doing fine. We're doing okay. fine. Everything's great. Everything's She's fine. She's a level nine fighter. <laughs> Here's the thing. We're going to just... I don't... I'm not interested in time travel. Chronomancy <laughs> is the most powerful magic, and I'm not good enough, so I'm not going to do time travel. Uh, <laughs> what we're going to do is just pretend like that was all what Butch rolled because we're not going back in time. Um, cool. Good. Natural <laughs> okay. 20. The DC, again, even for this check, the DC is still 20 to try to push the mood three points. And you did that. So we're just going to leave that there. That's fine. Um, (laughs) Do you do anything else in your turn? I've I've done everything I can. Okay. Awesome. And then some. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Seeing that, um, seeing that the audience is so swayed by your performance, uh, as a legendary action at the end of your turn, quote unquote Illidan, the quote unquote demon hunter, is going to look at the audience, flex, and in his best approximation of Illidan's real voice, say, Check out my scars. <laughs> and he is also going to do a uh he uses his legendary action, check out my scars. Uh, he flexes at the audience, attempting to swing them to his side. Uh, the performance check made for this attempt is made with advantage. So oh my gosh. he is, yeah. So that's what check out my scars does. That's his legendary action. Uh, he has a high performance, so we'll see if we can get uh, make any progress here. Um, I love this. Can I cut in words that twenty one? Yes, hit him with the cutting words. 
Perfect. I'm going to turn to him and say, I have to get to cutting words. You have to roll a two or better on your die, just as a heads up to you. I'm going to tell him you fight like a dairy farmer, you lion scabby half-wit, and then I'm going to roll a d8. Ooh, that was one of the Monkey Island ones. I got a one. You got a one. That bops his 20, his 21 down to a 20, okay? Which still counts as three clicks. So he's going to move the meter right back to where it was. It is dead split between Illidan and the party, okay? Which means... I don't know what it means because I didn't account for this layer actions. Okay. Uh, At initiative 20, the crowd gives a bonus to whichever side is more popular. I both sides are even right now. I did not uh, account for this possibility because I don't think hard enough when I'm building encounters. So I think the layer action does nothing. I guess it'll be a surprise. We'll figure out what the layer action does next, next turn. Falcus, it is your turn. Uh, the demon hunter, I want to say, uh, actually, uh, no, he hasn't had his turn yet. Okay, so he can't make any movement. All he did is flex. What do you want to do on your turn? I am going to let's go 5, 10, 15, 20, and I'm going to start walking up the side of the tent wall. Uh, okay, so um, you can do that. You find like a beam that's holding. It is a cloth tent wall, but it has to be supported by like a wooden structure on the outside. And you you just start all the way. You just you casually walking up the side of a tent wall. That's totally cool. Just, just upside down and just to the oohs and ahs, the audience of what the heck is going on and just spider climb my way up there for. So that was 20 to here. And let's just say, um on my way uh, well how, how how high is it to go up before I can start heading towards the middle ooh uh, that's a great question for Google how tall is a circus tent the side walls are 10 feet high and the tent slopes up to a maximum of 33 feet in a 40 foot center span between main masts this is from Flynn Creek Circus. I have no clue where they are or what right, they do. Shout so- out to a circus company, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's 10 feet. So you're at the corner where the tent starts to pitch up toward the center spot. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to use my action for extra movement and put myself somewhere right above the chest, up at the ceiling. And just okay. be like waving at the crowd and... Okay, so you just walk like gravity ain't no thing to the top center and you're hanging, I want to say you're hanging upside down bat style uh, from, I will put that 15 feet above the tightrope walk. So let's call it, I was estimating a a 20 foot, 20 feet up to the tightrope and then another 15 feet up is 35 feet, right? Okay, so your your altitude right now is 35. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put this little marker on you and then do... Does this work? Oh, it doesn't let me do two numbers. Okay, cool. So let's get rid of that. That's bad. Uh, on, do you have two of those with a number on each? No. Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in the third bubble. Can I do this? Perfect. Is this going to let me do this? And then... Let's call that our altitude measurement. 35 is the maximum. You're at 35 out of 35. Okay, let's let's pretend cool. like that makes sense. Again, I really feel like since you're not putting anything into attacking and you're just trying to work the audience, at the end of your turn, you still have to make a persuasion check. Uh, so 
you're going to, or not a persuasion check, pardon me, a performance check. But it, that that has to be with advantage. Uh, neither were good, but I'll go with my 10. Okay, uh, it is a DC 10 to move the token one notch. Woo. So it the, par- the, the crowd likes the party a little bit more than it likes Illidan, not all that much, but you still did make progress on that. Um, I will say at the end of your turn, uh, the Demon Hunter does take another legendary action. Um, he is going to use... What? He is going to grab his two demonic demon hunter showman warglaves, look up at you in the air, Falcus, and say, feel the hatred of a whole lot of time and fly up into the sky to hit you, fly down to hit Ari, fly over to hit Butch. He has an ability where he like does what is essentially the hunt from Heroes of the Storm, where he rockets all the way across the map to hit a target, uh, but he does hit each of the three of you, and then at the end of that, he also gets to make a check. Um, so, Can we explain why he, he's going again? Like, I understand legendary that actions, just, baby! You just do them anytime he wants? He has three legendary actions per round. This is something that big boss monsters typically have, uh, where when it's one versus three, it's hard to, like balance that without being ridiculous so instead mm-hmm. they they layer in the legendary actions it's the same thing that like jindo had legendary actions it was what he was using to throw you at other people that sort of thing yeah um it's part of like monster action economy sometimes for like big monsters dash toward each enemy combatant making one warglave attack against each now falcus uh being in spider climb mode i don't think that there's any component to that that makes it so that if you take damage, you fall or anything goofy like that. I'm pretty sure that doesn't say anything in the item, right? The only thing that negatively affects the spider climbing, uh, the slippers of spider climbing is slippery surfaces that are covered by ice or oil. That's the only thing against. Okay. So whether he hits or misses, you stay in the same place. Like that's not going to bother anything. Um, he's going to do a warglave. Mm hmm. I would say just as a player thought process and even a DM, if I get knocked prone because you get knocked off your feet, therefore my feet are no longer in contact with. So that would be the only thing I can think of that could trump the slippers of spider climbing is something like that. I th- I do think that if you were knocked prone, that's also true for like flying creatures as well. Like, I there mean, you go. literally in, in another game that we had played, you played a fighter who knocked a dragon prone like you it was it was a good fight he flies up toward Falcus and hits him first flies over toward Ari and makes an attack against her and then flies toward Butch and ends his turn actually right next to Butch I'm going to roll those dice right now Warglaive attack against Falcus ooh wow 27 <laughs> does a 27 hit it's yeah hit. does a 27 hit um, it's 9 slashing damage to you Falcus Warglaive attack against Ari a natural, natural 20, 20 against against Ari. That'll hit. Uh, that's 15 slashing damage. And a an attack against Butch. The Butch attack is only a 12. That's going to miss. Um, awesome. So that is his legendary action. Um, at the end of each player's turn and at the end of each legendary action, we can do that performance check. 
So let's go ahead and see if we're moving the, the thing at all. Oh my god, Illidan with the huge 28 on. on performance roll. One, two, three. Okay, cool. Uh, the crowd is starting to lean toward Illidan because of that baller move. Um, that was the end of Falkus's turn. At the beginning of Illidan's turn, he is going to look around. Uh, he's going to use his... He gets his legendary actions back. He's going to use his bonus action to immolate himself in fire. He is surrounded by flames on all sides. That is going to be... Can I do an aura for that? I think that makes sense. It's a five-foot aura of fire. Actually, you know what? I was going to make it red. That's not very demonic. Let's make that green. It's got a five-foot green aura of fire around him. That is potentially going to have an effect uh, against you guys. And then he is going to attack with his... Warglaves. He does take two attacks. Uh, he's going to take them both against Butch because that's where he's at. He's going to do a 26 and a 14. Okay, so I think that's one hit against Butch, right? The 26 hits, yeah. Okay. For 10 slashing damage against Butch. I roar into the air when this happens as if like in, in, in pain. Hmm. Okay, like really showing it up? Yeah. Like, like like, um, we wanted to show everyone the blood of the slash. Okay. At the end of his turn, he's going to make a performance check. But I think this one's going to be a contested performance against you. Ooh. Go ahead and roll a performance check for me. Okay. And beat a natural one. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, you You take this hit, but you ham it up. And the party, the party, the, the, the crowd, they, they start to go, ooh, like it was a cheap shot at a wrestling match. You know how like, yeah, he did the damage, but like the audience didn't love it. Mm. It scooches a little in you guys' direction. It's going to tick just slightly. It's still on Illidan's side, but like not by as much. This is great. Um, at the end of his turn, uh, Ari, you are up. Um, Illidan, just for to set the scene, to remind everybody, Falcus is hanging upside down from the tippy top of the center mast of the uh, of the circus tent. Um, Butch is in melee combat with quote unquote Illidan, who is fully on fire and has not taken any damage yet because you guys have just been like really working the crowd. Um, Ari is off to one side, out of melee from everybody, and in a position where she can kind of do whatever she wants. What would you like to do? I am going to turn to the crowd and go, are you not entertained? <laughs> and then I am going to turn to Illidan and I'm pointing right out. I'm like, I'm calling him out and I'm going to say, Hey, why did Illidan get jailed? Because his brother was malfurious and I need him to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh God. he makes that with disadvantage. I cannot possibly with this. You can't, you can't be doing this to me with the malfurious. Okay. Wisdom saving throw. I think uh, that deserves a DM inspiration. You know what? All right. Ari, it's your choice. Does he roll this save with disadvantage or does that get you an inspiration? I'd rather him roll the save with disadvantage. Got it. Nine. Perfect. He has been touched by Tasha's hideous laughter. So 
he is prone, incapacitated, and unable to stand up. And then at the end of each of his turns, and each time he takes damage, he can make a wisdom saving throw. If it is by damage, though, he does have advantage. Okay. 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 He tosses hideous laughters. He's, ah, ha, ha, because he's not Illidan. He thinks everything, like, Illidan doesn't think anything's funny. Illidan hasn't thought anything was funny in the last 10,000 years. This guy has a sense of humor and thinks that was great and just goes over. Uh, the audience, I'm going to say 50-50 on that. Some of them thought that was a real groaner. Others are here for a good time. Uh, so Tasha's happens. Okay, awesome. Um, at the end of your turn, do you take a bonus action? Um, No, I think I will move, though, just a little bit kind of up here. Uh, okay. On the ground, under the tightrope. Got it. Okay, cool. Uh, so, at the end of your turn, you do a performance check for that. Oh, you shot it at 27. is 30 more than you needed. Okay, one, two, three. Okay, the audience loves you. They think he's overreacting, perhaps, to that funny joke. And now, and now, I reference, um the internet to find out if I can take uh, legendary actions while I'm incapacitated I'm going to go ahead and say that that's probably not you know what no I'm not asking anybody I'm in charge layer actions cannot happen while one is full fully incapacitated uh, he's on the ground uh, crying with laughter but he is fully on fire uh, butch immolation when you are surrounded by flames any creature that starts its turn within five feet of the demon hunter or that attacks it with a melee while within five feet of the demon hunter takes some fire damage so at the very beginning of your turn you're standing right next to him he just got done lighting himself on fire uh what you're going to need to do is suffer uh six fire damage is applied to you from being so close to his fiery aura of fire no wait 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 so sorry immolation i have this written as a concentration effect does tasha's creates incapacitated right yeah, you fall prone and become incapacitated. Well, if you're incapacitated, does that mean you lose concentration on your spells? Or concentration, rather. 5e, concentration. You lose concentration on a spell if you are incapacitated or if you die. That's okay. from a compendium. Butch, everything I just said is not true. You are not on fire, and he is not on fire, and no one is on fire. So, delete that. You are standing right next to a fully not on fire person, which means if you hit them, you that's fine. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, first and foremost, I am going to equip rage for the rage effects. And then I drop the two things in my hand, grab my axe, and I laugh at him like, <laughs> and I bring the axe down recklessly upon his neck. Alright, hold that thought. The thing that reckless does is give you advantage on your attack roll. Oh, but He's I already, already have... prone and incapacitated, so he you already have that. There's no reason to do it recklessly. Right, okay. you put yourself in danger if you do that. Okay, so um, I will not do it recklessly, but I'm going to hit him with a battle axe of bloodlust, right like in between his neck and shoulder blade. Cool. 26. Yep, 26 hits. Four. 
it's two-handed. I'm doing it two-handed, so it's eight slash okay, damage. Cool. And then for my next one, 11. Uh, no, an 11 would actually miss. Um, the hit that you made felt like a normal hit. Everything seems fine with that. It does not appear that he has any resistances to it, but it also doesn't look like you did a substantial amount of damage in comparison to his overall. It looks like he has a pretty beefy bag of hit points on him. So just like to set the stage a little bit, the hit was normal, no resistances, but like the guy's got points. Okay. And then as a bonus action, I... uh, You did rage. That's my bonus action. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Let's go ahead and get a performance out of you real fast. 21. Incredible. I don't have enough blocks... One, two, I'm going to like do this. I'm going to start counting down the side of the screen uh, now because I was like, oh, okay. They'll probably only ever have like a plus three to their we like audience loves us roles. I wasn't you. expecting constant natural 20s out of you. I need to start expecting constant natural 20s out of you people. Um, cool. Good. He got hit by an attack. Uh, so he might have shaken off. The Tasha's. It, it was a wisdom, right? Wisdom saving throw, and he gets it with advantage. Ah, okay, cool, because it was from damage. Got it. Okay, so a 22, I think, is probably going to save against yep. your ability, right? Okay, cool. But he is still prone. He is still prone. So what he's going to do then, at the end of Butch's turn, you did your performance. Okay, so we're we're clear on that. That's good. Uh, he does, because he's no longer incapacitated, he does have his legendary actions back. Um, my question is, does this require anything? I, ca- I cannot imagine that, like, being prone, the way that these are written, I did not consider that prone would be... I gotta start thinking about, like, the stupid nonsense conditions that you people can put on him. <laughs> Our group is nothing if not CC. I know I mean, you guys have a pretty beefy number amount of CCs. So he's going to use uh, the the only other legendary uh, action at the end of your turn that he hasn't already used. He is going to you you can't do normally you can't do movement on other people's turns unless like the legendary action specifies you can do movement. With this legendary action, I'm going to link it into the thing, and I feel like probably you guys will, un- like, it'll make sense why I started as prone and then things are changing. He knows that Falkus is up in the sky, partially because he, like, attacked him up there, but also he was laying on his back laughing and had, like, a perfect bird's eye view of him. Um, he is going <laughs> to use the other legendary ability that he has. He is going to shout, You should have prepared! Completely biffing the quote. Absolutely not getting it right. He is going to um, flap wings and leap away from the nearest enemy. That would be Butch moving up to his movement speed. It's going to push Butch a little bit further back. And... I anticipated that this would be horizontal movement, but given the circumstances, I think what he's actually going to do is flap so that he flips up to the rope and is standing on the, like he flaps the wings, the, the, the wind bursts and he flips up to be standing up on top of the tightrope. So I'm going to make a bubble here for him. It's going to be, he's at the 20 foot mark now because he's elevated. 
Oh, it's uh, 35 is the maximum height. Okay, cool. So let's make sure everyone can see that. Everyone can see that little red. You said he's 20 feet? You should be able to see his numbers. Why, why, why not of... Oh, okay. Visible to everyone. That was what I wanted to do. At the end of each of his legendary actions, he does, of course, also do a performance check to try to sway the audience. Uh, however, a natural one's not going to cut it. I was going to say, however, he can't roll high enough to push it all the way to his thing before the layer action, but he definitely can't now that he rolled a natural one. On the layer action, the audience loves you guys so much that you get a bonus. If the players are more popular during the layer action, the demon hunter loses one legendary action for that round, and the party rolls bardic dice on top of their normal performance checks. This does not count anything against your class abilities, Ari. It's just, what's your bardic? A d8? D8, yep. So you guys get to add a d8. Yeah, your performance checks this round will be plus one d8. Okay? Ooh, okay. Sweet, maintain it. Yeah, that's that's the it, that's the thing, man. Like, crowd enthusiasm, the momentum there, it's going to roll and it's going to get better and better. Lowest I can roll with that is a 13. <laughs> Holy cats. Okay, cool. Uh, perfect. Falcus, you are upside down, feet on the ceiling, looking up, like tilting your head up to look down uh, directly above the treasure chest that is hanging like a pinata from the tightrope walk where Illidan is standing. Uh, what do you want to do on your turn? What I'd like to do, regardless of Illidont, um... <laughs> Ooh, is that the name of the episode? <laughs> hmm. We might have got there, folks. We might have figured it out. Uh, rather, uh, yeah, I have a better one for... Illa dang! <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, he Illa didn't. Yeah, right. Um. All right, so here's what I was going to do, regardless of him being right here on the thing as well. Somewhere um, the real Illidan is having a heart attack. <laughs> um, I am going to repel from the center uh, down to where the chest is. And I'm going to use a bonus wait, action. Wait, 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 wait. You're going to repel down from the center. You're 15 feet above the chest, hanging upside down from the ceiling of the tent. You are dropping yes. down to the, to the chest? I'm going to take a rope. And I'm going to repel down. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. I thought you were. I thought you were acting as if you were standing on the rope. Okay, I apologize. Go for it. No, 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 no. I am. I am disconnecting my feet from the ceiling, and I am Spider-Manning my way down to the chest. And before I even touch the chest, if I haven't necessarily used an action yet, but the bonus action, I'm going to press my my brand new belt of my belt buckle of distraction. I'm going to pop out my little buddy. And uh, oh, don't say that. Shoot, I completely forgot to make a token for this. Okay, I that's fine. We're going to use your what? token again. No, it's fine. Uh, we're going to use your token again because I completely forgot to make a token for your silly buddy. Uh, where are you at? Okay. Falcus, it fake has Falcus the, token. The, the, the token when you eventually make it, makes, make it has to be the little the, the target dummy. 
<laughs> no, actually, I had a very specific idea in mind. Uh, when you press the, the button as a bonus action on your belt buckle, uh, what happens is a little thing pops out and it like spreads into like a one foot wide circular pad. And then what happens is, is a, a falcus looking a, a cone, like an inflatable cone shaped thing that is falcus esque. Like it's red on top and has like the little goatee, but doesn't have a chin and has like the <laughs> eyes painted on it. Do you remember? I don't know what they were really it was called. The punching bags, the, the little punching... punching guys with the little sand in the bottom of them. Yeah, I don't know what they. I always called them a bapo. I don't know what they were really called, but like the clown that you like Bop-ums, punch in the yeah. face and it and it falls over and pops back up again. It's like the inflatable autopilot from airplane was like what I envisioned this as being. Uh, but it's like designed to look like someone painted Falcus's face on it is dangling from your waist by a five foot string because you're elevated and it's hanging below you and the whole crowd is going uh, uh what huh and then you can take the rest of your turn uh I'm going to start I don't know pick, picking is I'm assuming it's the chest is locked unless it's just open then I'm going to open up the chest yeah, go ahead and roll. So this would be your action to do this if that's what you want to do. Okay, yep. cool. Uh, let's do a sleight of hand. No, excuse me, not sleight of hand. You are. Uh, you want to use your lock picking tools. So it would be. Are you? Do you have a separate skill for that already set up? I do. Okay, so go ahead and roll lock picking then. Uh, for the audience, this would be um, a dexterity check. Uh, Falcus does have expertise with lock picking tools, so it's dexterity and double proficiency bonus. So what's your total on that? Yep, 5 plus 6 is a plus 11. I rolled a little low, but I still got a 19. Okay. Uh, On a 19, you're fiddling with the lock. You're trying to pop it open. You're trying to figure it out. Uh, You're not quite able to get it before you look up and see that Illidan is looming over you. I'm so sorry. The DC was 20 to do that in combat. Uh, You can continue to give it a shot as you move forward, but for now, no dice. It is still closed. Um, That was action and bonus action. Uh, It was some of your movement. He is not quite in your melee range, so you still have the opportunity to dance away if you feel you need to. You would be, you're hanging upside, you're hanging, are you standing on top of the tightrope walk, or are you hanging from it? I am hanging from a rope above ah yes okay cool so if you need to take any more movement i would say you've got about 35 15 you probably have about 10 more feet of movement left if you want to take it nope i'm gonna stay right here okay perfect go ahead and roll uh the performance check for that what's happening it was probably because i was rolled four times (laughs) i was pressing enter while i was still on the DD beyond screen what i was trying to do was a D8. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay, cool. So uh, your performance was a flat six. Uh, you added three to that from the rolls I'm looking at. So you get a nine. Uh, yep. That's not actually enough to move the meter anywhere. Uh, it looks like the audience is really more trying to figure out why you have a fully inflatable version of yourself dangling from, uh, your, from belt. your belt. Um, <laughs> on his legendary action, uh, he used... Let's see. He wasn't able to do a legendary action, and then he did. So he hasn't done check out my scars in a while. He's going to do check out my scars to try to do, um, to try to move that needle a little bit. Let's get that performance is a twenty-two. 
So that's going to be enough to move three places. Okay, cool. So as it stands now, uh, the audience still prefers the party to Illidan, but he did just flex and show off his scars using his check out my scars class ability, uh, uh, legendary action. Still totally whiffing the quote. Didn't get it right. Didn't study enough Illidan lore. Uh, but on the his... doesn't know that. Hmm? The audience doesn't need to know it. They're fine. They're having a great time. They're watching some guys fight to the death, so far as they're aware. On his turn, he is going to turn and see... Let's see here. Um, I actually think he's going to use one of uh, his, his limited use abilities. He's standing on the rope, so he's not going to light himself on fire. He feels as if that would be a poor life choice. <coughs> Instead... He is going to look down at Ari and he is going to use an ability that as soon as so this character, I will tell you guys, is based on. Uh, oh, boy, where did I find this stuff at? I found a whole bunch of Warcraft three inspired monster stat blocks. I do want to credit that person. Where did I find I, 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 I'm, I'm going to pull it up right now and see if I can find it. Who made this? bananas piece of document it's like a zillion pages of all of these like 5e conversion stat blocks uh from warcraft 3 characters it was made by pirate gonzalez games it looks like it says on the front cover here uh all kinds of interesting little like some little goofy things uh, a couple of the I ideas that are in this like really blew my mind one of them was on the Demon Hunter stat block, which this character is very heavily based on, is an ability that he's going to use on Ari right now. Uh -oh. uh, Ari, he is going to turn and he is going to, he is the, uh, the OG Illidan from 10,000 years ago before he was anything else was a sorcerer with the Moon Guard and knows magic. Um, he is going to use an ability. I need for you to roll for me, please a saving throw using your spell casting ability. So it's a charisma saving throw. And I will tell you that you need to beat a 17. How does a 22 work? 22 works great. On a successful save, this is going to have a half ability. Okay. The ability is mana burn. The demon hunter targets one creature within 60 feet of it that can cast spells. You did spell cast on it last round. Uh, the target has to make a DC saving throw using their own spellcasting ability. On a failed save, they lose 1d8 spell levels uh, uh, for spell slots and take 1d6 force damage per spell level loss this way. On a successful save, they lose half instead. So I'm going to roll a d8 uh, as soon as I move the turn order thing out of the way of the dice roller. Seven. Ooh, that hurts. Okay, but that's still only three. You are need. You can choose which one they are. It can be one third level spell. It could be a second level and a first level, or it could be three first levels. Whatever works for you. But you're going to lose three spell slots, le three levels of spell slots, using uh, because he hit you with this ability. You're also going to take um, it's one d six force damage per spell level. Okay, cool. So you're going to take three d six damage from this ability. Oh my goodness, I rolled so poorly. A one, a one, and a four. You take six force damage as he burns away some of the mana from your uh, from your magicalness. Then at the end of his turn, he is, of course, as everyone else does, going to try to roll that performance. 
uh, rolling an 11. Uh, he, that's enough to tick the thing once, but it's still in favor of the party. If it goes one more block in Illidan's favor, it will be even Steven. Uh, but as it stands now, the party is still in favor, which is the most important thing. You guys have, uh, Ari has a turn and Butch has a turn before the layer action. Uh, so you're going to have plenty of opportunity to get more uh, audience uh, favor. But as it stands now, that is going to be the end of his turn. Uh, at the end of his turn also, or at the beginning of his turn, I'm not sure how it works. Uh, he does get all of his legendary actions back. So he's ready for that as well. Uh, Ari, above you by about 20 feet, and also uh, 15 feet horizontally away from you is fake Illidan. Uh, Falcus is dangling from a rope from the top of the thing, and he's trying to pick the lock upside down Spider-Man style. There is a weird inflatable clown ball of himself hanging five feet below that, and Butch is hanging enraged. From his belt. Hmm? Yeah, from his belt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Butch is enraged like 100 miles away from... Uh, where Illidan is, functionally speaking, because of the distance, height-wise, and everything else. What do you want to do on your turn? I... What would you say would happen if he falls prone on the rope? Would he fall to the ground and therefore be subject to fall damage? I think so. Why not? Okay. I am going to... Go ahead and turn to the crowd and say... What do you call a night elf who observes and tests the bee colonies? Illidan, the bee trier, because he's you know, oh. trying to test with bees. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's, a gr that's another groaner. Um, oof, and he needs a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> but it's so Illidan specific. I hate, I hate that I know that... I hate that I know that you looked up a bunch of Illidan jokes, but... I love that you did that because it's like an Illidan fight and you're like, I have to make this custom. I got to credit you for that. Even if man, that was, that, was, that one was a groaner. Um, I'm going to do the same thing that we offered you last time. Cause it's so Illidan focused. All right, let's do it with disadvantage. Uh, wisdom saving throw coming up hot. Uh, that was an 11. Okay, cool. So same deal. He is going to, Okay. So let's let's calculate some stuff real fast because he's going to fall prone. Uh, he doesn't take any damage from Tasha's, but he is going to fall 20 feet, which is going to be 2d6 falling damage. So when you take damage, is it when you take damage from an attack or when you take damage? So he gets to do a throw each time that he... Oh, let me read it here. At the end of each turn and each time it takes damage, the target can make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, so he falls, hits the ground, crunch, takes, I rolled 2d6, because it's usually 1d6 per 10 feet, and we established that he's 20 feet up. Uh, unfortunately, that was a 6 and a 5, and I say unfortunately because I didn't want to take a whole bunch of damage. Um, what happens next is he's still going to do, he's going to get another wisdom save as he falls down to the ground. Does a 17 beat your thing? I'm a 17 DC. Okay, so he falls down. He's prone, uh, but he's now—he's no longer incapacitated. Correct. That makes—I think—that's what makes the most sense. Okay, cool. And uh, do you do a bonus action? Mm. No, I think—I think I would move away slightly, though. 
And then I would just move away slightly, knowing he's probably going to be upset that he just fell. Okay, great. Um, Just because I think it makes sense to do this, I am putting a height marker on everybody because we have been playing with height this whole time. Uh, Falkus, because you're dangling below the 20 foot (laughs) line, I'm going to call you at 15. Um, And Butch, Ari, and Fake Illidan are at zero. I just want to. Yeah set this so we don't have to keep remembering it groovy okay cool um so here's what we're gonna do i i'm it's occurring to me that if you can knock him prone all the time using a really cool class ability that allows you to knock him prone and then i keep negating that over and over again by using legendary actions that that doesn't seem like fun so what i will say instead is that uh because he is banged up from the fall and knocked prone and when he rolls over to use the next legendary ability he has he's not in balance he's going to still do um feel the hatred of a whole lot of years which that's not the quote but whatever um he's going to do that with disadvantage on each attack um that's i think what's going to happen next and he's going to do it by doing um he's lying on the ground he sees falcus first so he's going to like stumble up fly up to hit falcus and then fly down for then butch uh and then ari he must make a dc 15 wisdom saving throw or hit my distracting dummy that's fair okay wisdom saving throw for the falcus thing is a natural 20 so your distracting dummy is still up um it doesn't it doesn't get like you know anything else um so he's gonna do it's gonna be a warglaive on falcus first uh 12 is gonna miss oh no excuse me a uh, a 10 it was a my god he's a high modifier natural one is gonna miss um uh, against butch um an 11 is gonna miss and then against ari an 18 which i think would well, still hits. hit right okay yep. cool you have a reaction you just had your turn, so you have a reaction back if you want to try to bop that down a little bit. Not yet. I only have one left for Bardic and Cutting, so I'm going to save it. Cool. I'll take the damage. Um, yeah, that's going to be... Um, oh, I'm so sorry. I hit the wrong thing. Nope, ignore okay. that. Ignore that completely. I just hit the wrong buttons. Um, it's going to be 11 slashing damage to you. So still a pretty good hit, uh, but you're still up. Um, at the end of your turn at the end of his legendary action there's supposed to be performance checks as well we didn't do a performance for you yet right not yet no okay give me a performance 19 I'm gonna add my d8 that I get to add though okay that automatically puts you higher than 20 which is gonna mean three ticks he rolled a 19 on his which brings it back down by two ticks so you're still you still pushed the meter a little bit further in your direction awesome at the end of all of that, Butch, it is your turn again. You're still raging, so that's all still cool. Uh, Illidan's on the ground. He's attacking Ari, but he is... He's not CC'd. No, he's not CC'd. The prone created the disadvantage on all of the legendary action strikes he did. And he did a legendary action at the end of Ari's turn. He loses one, so he has one legendary action left before his next didn't turn. Didn't he do the did he do the flex? He did no, the he flex. Didn't. He hasn't since since his turn. So he only does legendary actions at the end of other people's turns. So he did one at the end of like he got them all back on his turn. Yeah. 
And then on your turn, he did okay. the flying well, I around. Gotcha. So he shouldn't have. If I did a flex, I shouldn't have. Uh, but at the at the end of Butch's, I probably will because I got to get that I got to get that thing closer to my thing because like giving you guys all that extra stuff hurts. Uh, Butch, it's your turn though. You're good to go. Okay, so I've got my uh, battle axe of bloodlust in the air, and I um, look at Illidan and I growl as loud as I can, and then I start to run. But at first, I'm kicking up the dirt around me, like, like making all the sand, like a cloud around I'm me. I'm hearing the Scooby-Doo bongos of Absolutely. Perfect. Uh, that, Perfect. That's what I'm going for. Um, again, just for the crowd. And then I zip recklessly over to Illidan. And also, I need to put my aura up. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Yes, definitely put that aura on. Awesome. Um, I mean, it didn't... It wouldn't have done anything yet, but... Wait a minute. Yeah, but... I mean, I put it on. Save settings. I see it. Oh, is it on another layer? Uh, no, player positions, it. player permissions, it says see and edit. You can edit it, but you can't see it. It's silly. I see Here, it I now. fixed it for you. Okay. Um, so, and then I'm going to slice recklessly into Illidan. Awesome, From go top to bottom. I'm just going, mm-hmm. like, I just want my uh, axe to be shiny and chrome. 17. Yes, a 17 will hit. Two-handed, that's 11 damage. Uh, okay, awesome. Okay, and then I'm going to kind of flip around a little bit. A little bit of, you know, martial arts kind of looking flip. And not like over my head, but just kind of to the side. Um, and bring it into a side. 22. Yeah. Perfect. You do that thing that you've seen night elves, blood elves, blood elves do before where they spin the axe around the backside, come clacking in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a 13. Okay, good. Uh, putting some points on the board. He's got a lot of HP, guys. He's got a lot of HP, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the the way to win this is, is going to be for Falkos to get into that box. Yep. He's got a lot of HP, and he's got a lot of... Um, like his his abilities do a lot of damage. Yeah, I mean we're barely whittling him down. Ari is at one third health. Um, yeah, the, the only way we got to distract the heck out of him, keep him over here. Yeah, the um, other two of you were doing great though. Ari, you should as much as you can um, get out. Is a popping a potion is that a bonus action or is that an action? That's an action. With the exception of the potion of mana, which is a short rest. The other potions, the way that um, we've come back and forth on this game a little bit, I would like to make it absolutely official what the what the four real rules are, which is something we absolutely should have done 83 episodes ago. If you have a potion, if you're going to drink it yourself, bonus action. Okay. If you're going to feed it to someone else, like this person is unconscious and I'm going to put a potion of health into them, that is an action. Does that work? That answers my question, yep. Cool. You, so you'll have a bonus action for that. Butch, you just did two attacks. Oh, you take I'm a bonus, bonus action. action. Yes, I'm going to bonus action, and I'm going <clears> to <throat> bring my hand back, and then I'm going to make two fingers, at, you know, and then I'm going to do like a... Uh, 
like like uh, the Three Stooges, and I'm going to smack him in the head for a quaking palm. Uh, okay, perfect. You go for a Three Stooges uh, quaking palm eyeball poke. It's a deck. It's a Constitution saving for, throw for that, right? Yeah, fourteen. Okay, let's see what he does. Dang! Seventeen. Yeah. Problem is, he doesn't have eyes. He's a demon hunter, so you can't poke him in the eyes. He doesn't have eyes. Uh, there you go. That's a problem. The correct answer would have been it's three stooges, so he brought his hand up. Well, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have eyes. He doesn't have eyes. Okay, fine. Awesome. I feel good, that use, good use of a bonus action, though. That would have really ruined everything. And um, now performance. Uh, yes, go ahead and roll me a performance. Nine. Okay, a nine is actually not enough to move the meter at all. Rolling low on this performance check does not hurt you. It just doesn't benefit you. So, no, you know, like the, uh, I, you know, all the dust coming up in the, in the... Uh, uh, yeah, sure, go for it. Roll with advantage. I want to have fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, six. Okay. Yeah, that's what you get for trying to cheat. So he's going to flex. He totally, like, bodies this attempt to stun him. It rolls it rolls off of him like water off a duck's back. He looks out to the audience and then pulls those hands in so that you get a good bicep flex. Check out my scars. Legendary action. He's going to try to do that performance check. He's going to get with advantage for this one because of the legendary action. Um, a Ooh. 25 is going to push three buttons. One, two, three. It is slightly... Uh... It is slightly in his favor now um, at the layer action. The this crowd is, awesome. is turning on us, guys. The crowd's turning on you. You should have fought better. If the demon hunter is more popular, the demon hunter gets an extra turn during the layer action. So, so we've got... Uh, he's going to take a turn. I have to turn this. He is going to... Um, Start by oh, so the layers like the audience. Yeah, the the audience is like cheering for one or the other, and when the Man, layer action real happens, about this. Okay. Either yeah, the layer action is when the layer action hits, whichever side the audience likes more gets a bonus. So it's either you guys get the extra bardics for your persuasion. Oh, oh my god. Oh yeah, roll a d8. Roll a d8. I completely forgot. You should get a d8 on that. That's right. It's going to at least make it in the middle. It's going to at least put Slash. it in the middle. Roll D. <laughs> One. It puts it in the middle. That's Incredible. All. It's poetic. It's magical. So that D8, you rolled a one. That was just enough to turn that nine into a 10. 10 is just enough to push the needle one point in your direction. And then Illidan moves it three in his direction, which puts you dead even. He does not get a bonus turn. Oh. In... Incredible, unbelievable, magical. Okay, so here's what happens next. This is going to be the top of the round here. So, Falcus, uh, all three of you, really, when you roll your performance checks, you no longer get to add that extra D8. Um, and he doesn't have the uh, he doesn't have the 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 deficit on his legendaries anymore. Although I will say this: uh, what happened was the layer action happened. I, did I do three last round? I shouldn't have. No, because his turn's coming up now. Okay, yes. so after his turn, so I actually don't have any more legendary actions. I have to wait until my turn before I get my three actions back. That's what happens next. Okay, perfect. Cool. So, 
Uh, at the end of Falcus's turn, he's going to run a roll of performance, but I'm not going to be able to do a legendary because of last round's la layer thing. Cool. We're back in shape. Falcus, as it stands right now, you are still Spider-Man dangling above the ground. Uh, the, ch the chest is within range. There's a whole fight going on down there at the uh, at the beginning of his turn Illidan did set himself on fire again uh, he is in combat with Butch and Ari uh, but you are in a position here where if you're going to keep trying to go after that chest you can do that uh, or you can start flinging arrows what are you looking to do today uh, yeah so and I also still have my little my little blow up dummy hanging below me as well as yes. a distraction um, yeah I'm going to keep picking this lock I'm going to keep trying this lock if I do this again, wasn't 20 the... Uh, DC was 20. I rolled a 22 on lockpicking. All right, awesome. Click, the lock pops open. You're able to open the thing, and inside you see two items, okay? Uh, one of them is what at first seemed like it may have been a hand crossbow, but it's actually small, like in comparison to a normal hand crossbow. Uh, and it's loaded with several pieces of ammunition that do not have a pointed tip on them. Uh, they're rounded on the front. They look like they, uh, if you shot them at somebody, they wouldn't do damage. But it would be real annoying to get hit with this with this shot. Okay, uh, that's a the nerf first. Gun. No, not a nerf gun because a nerf gun would do nothing. Okay, so you got you have in your inventory right now. I don't know if it's actually Airsoft. marked as an item. Airsoft is closer to real. Uh, you would have uh, a fake foam bow and arrow set that you won at the archery range that will literally do absolutely nothing. Um, this wouldn't do absolutely nothing. It would do something. It just would not do damage. Uh, the other thing you see is a full on really fat in the middle, wide rounded like a pro wrestling belt, the kind that people walk out onto the wrestling mat with like draped over their shoulder because nobody would really wear it around their waist in human world. Um, this thing has um, the big piece in the center. Like if you were to put it on, it would buckle in the back and like the front area is all for show. Uh, it has the, uh, the image of like a dwarf's face on it, but almost the entire face is beard. Okay. And then that's the center part. And then off to the side, like under the love handles would be, um, cause I assume everyone has those. There's no thin people who listen to this show. Come on now. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, two more smaller emblems of the same design and the beard part actually flows down as like a shredded leather, like fringe, uh, to create like a textured leather like fringe beard uh, that hangs off the belt. So it has like a 3D texture to it. So there's there's like this 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 big wrestling belt with dwarf faces on it uh, and a hand crossbow that has blunted ammunition on it. Those are the two items in the chest. Uh, cool. Um, I will um, attach the crossbow to my belt. I'm sure I've got a snap somewhere on my belt to, to just kind of hook that to uh, and then grab the big old belt. Do I mean, my action was to unlock this thing. Can I feel if there's any magic on the, the belt? Both of these are magical items. Okay. 
Uh, from my dangling position, I'm going to hold up the belt to the crowd. Like, that's <laughs> that's going to be part of my, my performance check to the crowd, is to, to, to hold up the belt and be like, yeah! Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and do a performance check then. Do that with advantage, because, like... You did you did use your action to do something, but your whole focus on this has been performance rather than damage, so you can do with advantage. The advantage is a 19. Uh, okay, 19 is enough for uh, to move you two spaces into the party side. So now uh, the like again, same deal audience pr- like is cheering for you guys. Uh, Illidan's uh, on the back foot on this. All right, um, I am going to take the rest of my movement and drop myself to the floor and be ground level now. Uh, yeah, you can do that easily. You have enough rope. You can just do that. That's fine. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to make sure I'm pulling up the appropriate items for this. Okay, cool. Um, I just wanted to make sure because like, if you guys, without fully knowing what they are, um, if you guys were to grab the items and try to use them, they would still have... like You're not attuned to them you don't know what they do but like if you grab the thing and shoot it or if you equip the belt like there is an effect to that so i wanted to make sure i knew what was going on before we move forward um at the end of your turn you do a performance check you move the needle that's great uh illidan does not get a legendary action as a consequence of last round's layer actions but now at the start of his turn uh that is all changed uh we have we reset we get three legendaries back now uh he is fully on fire he sees he turns around and sees that you are standing there with the uh with the treasure and he full on darth vader no <laughs> because that was part of the win condition of this is that you guys get the treasure so what he is going to do is uh, skip forward entirely into a whole new phase of this fight. He is going to do a, a demon hunter metamorphosis and completely change what he's capable of. What? Um, so you see that he here, I will link um, metamorphosis here. He becomes a demon. His current and maximum hit points are increased. He regains hit points at the start of each of his turns He gains resistance to non-magical damage. He gains a flight speed of 60 feet, and he gains a new attack. This form lasts for one minute. When he is in this form, he is going to turn and start firing chaos bolts at Falkus because he's the person who triggered all of this. He is going to, he is standing in melee range with two other characters. So when you do a ranged attack while you're in melee, you do have... um, disadvantage on the attacks so he's going to fire off a chaos bolt at Falcus. a nine would miss and a 13 i think also would miss well both of them would miss but he would also have to do a wisdom saving throw as well to whether he would hit my person uh, or not yeah you know what let's see if he let's see if he wisdom saves on that uh he would fail the wisdom save so basically um he's in a position now where he missed you twice but he missed you because he was firing at the test dummy um, I would say, uh, here, does the does the item say what the AC of the test dummy is? Or the target dummy? I wouldn't be surprised if it were 10. It has five hit points and an armor class of 10. Uh, okay, so the 13 would have hit, 
um, dealing, oh, six force damage. He does pop the balloon. Now, sure. you you do know, having taken a few minutes to tinker with this item and take a look at it, that um, it is not, the dummy launcher is not destroyed and it can be used tomorrow without maintenance. It just can't produce another, is it daily or short rest? Whatever it is. You don't have to like, um, the fact that he popped it doesn't make the item useless. Like you can still continue to use it. You just have to wait until the cooldown on it is reset. Cool. But doesn't he, say. Great. Equipped with new toys, our heroes have entered phase two of their combat against Illidan Stormrage. This guy had a lot more fight in him than the party expected, but this isn't the first time Butch, Ari, and Falkus have performed in an arena, and they sure know how to work a crowd. Tune in for the fight's exciting conclusion next time we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic DND, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.